uh, just want to apologize because it's about to be a mess of an episode, I think. For me? You're apologizing to future me? Apologizing to future you because, yeah, it's just going to be... All over the place? Yeah. All right. Well, hey, everyone. I'm Halise, a digital storyteller and filmmaker. And I'm... Allegedly. Oh. <laughs> I am. Kind of. <laughs> and I'm Christopher Mr. Halise Halise. Yeah. There's two Halises. Yep. What? And I... And the men are not all right. The men are not all right. No. All right. Is that the role of music part? Well, then you... Well... Yeah, the men are not all right. Bring well, we introduce in. ourselves and then you say, and this is the Stumblewell podcast. Oh, sh- all right, my bad. You want to go again? You can cut it. <laughs> you can cut it. Now you can say it now. You're right. That is. How, I've done it before. That is how editing works, isn't it? You trying to tell me? Are you are you mansplaining to me editing right now? <laughs> and this is number one podcast, <laughs> where a couple that you know talk about things, marriage, relationships, and other such things. Roll the music. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't mansplaining i know i was just, was you, just you just set it up so it was fun i was like oh, like oh i gotta do, do wanna, it do you want a clean take and say like, we didn't do it before it didn't <laughs> give me that grace tell us how you really feel editing's hard <laughs> that's how you really feel <laughs> editing is hard <laughs> buckle up buttercup we're talking about heterosexual cisgendered men and then I'll, i will say to that suck it up buttercup oh Shots fired. Okay. So essentially, um, there was a guest essay sent into the Times that I saw a couple weeks ago, maybe a week ago. All the criticism that we're leveling upon single women or single mothers needs to be pulled back and recontextualized, not to criticize women and question why are they single. If you turn the lens to the men, then you realize that it's not the cisgendered women having issues necessarily. They're putting forth the, the effort, but it's the men that are either not stepping up to the plate, um, but they're just not taking ownership to allude to the beginning of the episode or the, yeah, the opening line of the episode. They're not doing okay. And so why is that? I, I mean, we're not going to come up with a solution, but we can wildly speculate. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to start off by saying, I don't know what I can really add to this conversation because I'm not a single woman. Oh, we're going to need you to. Huh? I'm going to need you to do I'm some just, lifting. <laughs> I mean, sure. I'm just saying, like, I don't know how much I can really add to this conversation because I'm not a single woman. This is all hearsay, though, because you have single friends. I do have single do friends. You? Some. I, yes, I have single friends. But it also gives me just kind of like a damned if you do, damned if you don't vibe, too. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. Because I'm definitely not going to sit here and say that marriage is easy. You know? <laughs> Especially when you get married as young as we did. There's a lot of grace that's been levied on both sides of this table yep. <laughs> to, towards the other. Yep. So, you know, but I, I do find it interesting because it's like, it makes me realize like how big of an age we're both at now. Because I feel like sometimes I do forget how old we are. Um, All of my gray hairs with second, third and past the motion. Yeah. On that. 
And so I forget that because then I'll talk to my friends, heterosexuals friends specifically, about dating. And it still comes off as very um, child, childish, childlike. In the back and forth between the two... Yes. The dichotomy of sexes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's still just like an interesting... And it's not childlike in a fun way, like playful, like exciting. It's just childlike and just stressful, like anxiety, you know, of just like, am I being too forward? Am I not being forward enough? Like all this balancing that seems to have to go. Let me not scare them away. Yeah, so it's almost, oh no, let's not use that analogy. But yeah, you don't want to scare them away. Yeah. It's like, but you're here to do... The dating thing. So right. why would you get scared? Exactly. It's You it's, wanted commitment. It's very strange. Like, I mean, anecdotally, one of my good friends just went through a breakup with somebody. And it, it has really seemed like they were actually really getting very close and like, you know, really just starting to take each other seriously in the relationship. He seemed very mature based on what she had told me anyway. You know? Yeah, I remember having candid conversations with her about being when she was still actively in the relationship and being like, you know, I've been waiting five years to find someone like this, or I've been actively dating for five years to try to find somebody like this. You right. Know? This is what people have talked about. Yeah. And I'm, I think I'm getting to it. And, you know, I don't, you know, it's obviously she's like, I don't know if I'm marrying this guy, but like, this actually feels like an adult relationship that I'm in and it's like progressing well. And then it just kind of like ended, you know, like I turned to ether. And I know she was not down for that. And I also know that she herself is a very committed person. She's a very driven person. She's a very motivated person. She's reliable. You know, like she has a lot of the qualities that I would assume men want in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? She's easy on the eyes. Like all the things. I'm just saying, like, if we're going to take it into all the notches that you have to think about. You know what I'm saying? And it still is just like, damn, you really? That seemed like that was really going somewhere, you know? Meanwhile, I heard my coworker. And you should give an age range to your coworkers. Um, yes, but. You know? So I heard my coworker talking to someone, I don't know who it was about, uh, about a man that she was just, you know, just spitting words at. You're not really committing, not really doing too much. It's more just like we're dipping a toe into the waters. What's happening? Yeah. Um, cause I think at the age of that she is, I think she's like fifties, low fifties, you're kind of not really mucking about. And it's more like, Hey, what do you want? What do I want? And then we'll see if that clicks because yeah, it almost, you almost have to take a dating app perspective. I feel like at that point, cause you're like, why am I wasting time with you on the weekend when I can just be at home watching football? She's an Alabama fan, but we'll forgive her in this household. <laughs> the topic that came up that they were talking about that I, I literally could not help but overhear was, so do you do butt stuff? <laughs> like what level of, of, of involvement do you do in butt stuff? All right. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening slash watching this episode of the Stumblewell podcast. A couple that you know, I'm talking about relationships and other such things. Um, a few quick announcements before we get back into the episode. Uh, first things first, if you're watching us here on the YouTube channel, Halise, 
uh, please like, comment, engage with the episode because that really helps algorithmically for this content to keep getting discovered by others. And that's good for all of us here at the Stumblewell Marriage Podcast. Um, the second thing, if you're listening to us, wherever you get your podcast thank you so much for listening please consider rating us on that platform five stars is preferred but we love constructive criticism because unlike apparently the men <laughs> in this article we are bettering ourselves over here at the stumble well podcast you know and then finally if you want to take things a step further consider joining the patreon patreon.com slash halise there you get early access to these episodes exclusive content merch so much more it's amazing it's how we're able to keep doing what we're doing and sorry y'all i just wanted to check make sure we're still rolling on everything um but it's how we're able to keep doing what we're doing here with you know at least a little bit more consistency you know what i'm saying at least now. We took a little break. Y'all know what happened. Anyway. Um, yeah. And then finally, you know what I'm seeing. It's that time of year again. Um, we are deep into fall at this point. Did, actually, is it winter now? No, winter's like January. Yeah. We're deep into fall officially. So it's that time of year again. Get in where you fit in. Get your COVID shot. Get your flu shot. Um, if you're in the demographics that should be getting RSV, go ahead and hit yourself up with that too. Because I want you to live long and healthy lives because as you will soon find out in the rest of this episode, apparently the lifespan is decreasing <laughs> and complications due to flu is a thing. Complications due to COVID is a thing. And I want you to live long and healthy lives here on this mortal plane. You know what I'm saying? That's what I want. That's what I want to manifest for you. So get in where you fit in, please. Anyway, back to the episode. Full office conversation happening. <laughs> not just at auditory levels, not like mumbling, not whispering. This is at the volume that I am talking to you, dear viewer, <laughs> dear listener, at. And she said, well, I, I go to the gooch. The gooch is a level. So just below the balls, and that's where you go. Like, that's, that's, that's the playground. Wow, this episode is explicit. Anyway, is continue. it explicit? It's I, by I YouTube standards, yes. And this this pleased the gentleman that she was talking to, because he himself, the whole self, enjoyed a little bit of, you know, the back door swinging open, maybe a little bit, the uh -huh. breeze licking at it. Like he wanted her to do butt stuff. Yes. And, okay, gotcha. I like my my little metaphor <laughs> no i enjoyed the metaphor it was just to me it was unclear no, yes. of who wants the butt stuff sorry <laughs> who loved that who liked that level of intimacy yes we'll say. um he wanted it got it and she said no i'm not gonna do that and he was like well i don't know if this is gonna work wow but at the same time clear communication i guess i don't know like am i how am i gonna let you put something in my butt <laughs> maybe, maybe and you're not cleaning yourself no 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 he wants you to clean floss, to mm. floss with his butt hair. Stop. Uh, no, like that, that. Like uh -huh. he wants you to eat his butt. Sure. Not not like, oh, I'm sorry. And I didn't clarify that. Not penetration. Oh. Tossing the salad. Oh. Like go down and lick oh, the area. Oh, see, that's why I was asking you. I'm sorry. I said. I should have clarified. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. So he wanted, I got it. No, see. so he wanted 
This guy, Hollis, this has down. to be cut and put in the front. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> but the guy wanted tongue, yeah, yeah, tongue yeah. to perirectal area yeah. play. Yeah. And it's like, dude. It's called eating butt. <laughs> he wanted butt eating, is what you're saying. Toss the salad, I think, is also a thing. Yeah. I feel like my job in this whole episode is to, like, at least not advocate for men, because I'm not trying to do that, but at least give benefit of the doubt. Somebody have a benefit of the doubt about fun. But continue. So I think there's, there's two parts, to, to, and today's, it's all just conjecture today. We're, yeah. we're just talking about we're just what is, today, what y'all. isn't, yes. This but we're queuing up uh, the discussion. So y'all need to get your little fingers warmed up. <laughs> Yeah. Because we're we're hoping, if you feel comfortable doing so, sharing how men are either problematic, uh, infantile, uh, or just not ready for the dating field yeah. in whatever age range, don't have to share, that you're in. But it's it's more that. So queuing up the, what do you call that area even? Comments? The comment section. Queuing up the comment section. And then also just mentioning, okay, so how do you feel about this topic in general? So I think that they are... Ill-prepared for life, it seems. They are being kicked out of the nest, kicking and screaming, plummeting down to the forest floor where the rocks await them like teeth in the mouth of a hungry animal. And some of them are just kicking and screaming and others are just like, oh, you know what, it's fine, it's whatever. Well, I think here's an angle we can take this at that can actually speak to our lived experience, I guess, rather than trying to be like, are the guys okay? Like, do you feel... When you came into adulthood, do you feel like you were prepared for it? Nope. Okay, cool. Uh, elaborate, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I in, in our culture, and we've talked about this years past, but yeah, I wasn't really expected to cook or do all that much. I had chores, but not, you know, didn't have to make dinner or anything. So then didn't know how to cook, didn't know what... Uh, could boil water, could make eggs, could make pasta. And that was about the extent of it. Could make rice because it's all boiling. Those are all very... You had boiling down. You and eggs. A, and eggs. a solid boiler. I'm trying to get at the root of what made you evolve to figure it out, you know? To figure out monogamy or to figure out what? To figure... What, I mean, what made you evolve to figure out... Because, like, the issue is what this article is saying is like the issue is that men aren't taking care of themselves. They're not actually like readying themselves as individuals to be in long-term committed relationships. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's like, what helped you to get to that point as a person? Because you've already divulged that like, yeah, you weren't technically prepared to be married when you got married. I was just tired of you seeing me as less than, less, yeah, less than in turn, like in this way. Like I could go out and earn money and I could do other things, but in terms of maintaining a house and making it seem equal, it, it wasn't and I couldn't do it. Mm. So it was like, do laundry. And I was like, oh, I forgot. Or do help me clean. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And then it was just, it, it got to the point where you were like, well, I just, I don't expect you to do it if I tell you. 
And then it just got to the point where I was like, why do I, why am I okay with being seen as unreliable? Why am I okay with being deficient in this way and it being okay? It's like, it's not. Um, so maybe just my brain matured in that way or. I mean, sure. What's, what's the, what, is that a relationship that is more just like mother and son? I, maybe I still don't like cleaning and I don't, it's tedious, but I mean, I can do other things. I can go buy groceries. I can make the food. I can do. Well, I remember that was a reason you gave. You're like, well, I don't really like doing it. And I was like, what makes you think I do? Right. Maybe. Uh, so let's simplify it down a little bit. Let's just okay. it a little bit more. It's a refusal to see the other person that you're dating or with as, as a human because it's just like, oh, it's just another person. And you don't see it as, yeah, but if it was you on the other end, like there's a lack of empathy. Mm. Um, were you demanding butt stuff? And it's like, yeah, but you, would you go down and do butt stuff? And you're like, would no. Would you go why down and I, do butt stuff on yourself? Why would I do that? Knowing how you are? <laughs> you know, I don't even shave. Why would I do that to myself? No, but like, so yeah, would, no, yeah, if, you, if you twist it and you're... You're asking yourself, sure. Yeah. Would you do butt stuff? And it's like, no, I don't know. Or not even as simple as this. Would you date yourself? Like, oh. would you want to be with someone like you? Because, I mean, from the jump, I think that was one of the, re- like, I know for you, you talked about you always wanted to be in long term. That was some, like a goal for yourself you had. And I know for me, it was a goal for myself, but it was not at the expense of myself either. Like, I mm. didn't want it that bad. I enjoy my own company. I'd totally date myself. Like, if you can't even see yourself with yourself, then, like, why should someone else see you with you? Maybe? I'm trying to, I don't know. I just want to make sure there's things. I don't want it to be, I don't want the whole episode to be, like, harping on men. I want to have, like, some tangible takeaways of, like, here's some prompts to consider. Would you date yourself? (laughs) And really think about it. Like, would you want to be intimate with yourself and how you are? I mean, I, I think that's a good point. I also think just saying, like, why do you think it's hard for a woman to date? Or why do you think it's hard as a single person to date? I think at some point we had talked about um, men not wanting to get out of the, like, their teenage years. But yeah, it's, it's right there where you wake up, do whatever, and then maybe go to work, and then come home, and then play video games or do nothing. Mm-hmm. And so what is it about men that that feels like a part of your life that you could just extend out to decades? I don't know. I know it's a thing. I mean, I went through it as well. Uh, But I just, and it wasn't shame. It was more, I think that was part of it, but it was more, I need to do more because this is boring. Uh, And it's, Again, I think that just comes down to how I was wired. Okay. Am wired. Because, I mean, I always wanted to be in a long-term committed relationship. And that's why when I sought you out, that was that was it. That was the thing. I, uh, I expected the relationship to develop into either marriage or, yeah, I mean, just keep going until one or both of us died. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, then the relationship ends. Talking about it from a male perspective, don't... Don't enter the dating sphere unless you're serious about it in all aspects. And if you don't know 
quite what that means, then you may not be ready. That doesn't mean that you can't become ready in the moment, but, you know, there's a lot of work seeping into this. But it's like that woman that was on the sidewalk, borderline yelling into the phone at her partner, saying, well, I... I lift you up and I, you know, do all these other things. And you don't do the same thing to me. Where, when are you going to lift me up? Right. And it's like, yeah, uh, woman screaming into her phone. <laughs> you have a point. Yes. Yeah. Not quite how I would do it. But I mean, so if you're, if you're not coming into it and you don't know how to be fair about things or how to make things eventually become or look fair, then the relationship is going to end. But it's, it's more just, yeah. And I, it's weird to to simplify it in terms of, you know, having something to care for. But, yeah, you don't buy a plant and then let it die. Yeah. Immediately. And it's like, well, so you were never committed to the plant or to the idea of raising a plant or a dog or whatever. Yeah. If you were just going to neglect it and then be possessive of it when it tries to walk away. And the, the person says, you know, I don't want to be with you. And you're like, why? Everything's going fine. It's like, no, you're fine with the complacency. And she's not. She wants you to become more and you're not ready to become more, not willing to commit to it. So I don't know. I mean, it's more you have to know the commitment and the level of commitment before you come into it because it's not, as you said earlier, marriage. Marriage or relationships are difficult. Yeah. And they're inherently difficult. The first year is probably going to be the best because there's still some idealized form going on. There's still some optimism going on for quite some time. <laughs> but then after that year, you just, it gets harder because yeah. the two of you realize that you're two different people and you're trying to make it work. You're trying to grow into each other and that's still painful. And this is something that would happen a lot actually when we first were married, like the first couple of years. And I, again, we got married quite young. So a lot of my friends and peers weren't married and we're in various long-term relationships situationships whatever the thing was and they they would tell me about something their male partner has done or said to them or whatever and they would expect me to be like yeah but you know you got to deal with that if you want to be with someone long term and I was always the one that was like if Chris ever said that to me my ass is gone like I'm never dealing with that and they were always like surprised that I would say something I was like he's not letting Chris I don't let him talk to me like that I don't even let my dad talk to me like that or my mom talk to me. Why would I let some random dude just because we're having sex doesn't mean you, know, you can just say anything you want to me, you know? Like, I have standards. And everybody was always just like, oh. It's like, yeah, nah. Don't be okay with that. Yeah, that sounds like a bad relationship. Yeah. Maybe don't. Maybe don't. Maybe don't. And, this, and I do, again, I understand the value of, like, you have to have grace with your partner because you're going to say things you regret and they're going to say, say things they regret. But there's also just, like, He's manipulating you, bro. <laughs> you know, like that's just, that's not okay. That's not okay. So I don't know. It's, it's interesting to see that it seems like men want their mom. Towards the end of the episode. Okay. We'll just leave it at this. If you want butt stuff, <laughs> you have to concede some things. If you're a man. I think it's more. If you're a woman too. I mean, I guess if you're a they, them, that's fine. Non-binary. We're, we're coming at this from the purely heterosexual sense, cisgendered heterosexual sense, because that's really all we can speak to. But I, I, I think it's I think it's fair to say <laughs> whoever it is, if you want butt stuff, 
you have to realize that not everyone wants it. <laughs> Here's a better way. Is that dating? Is they dating just butt stuff? Butt stuff. <laughs> some people want it. Some people don't. Some people don't see the commitment. Some don't see the reason to it. I think it's Others more. Others see it as a chore. I think it's better to say something to the degree of, if you want butt stuff, you have to earn it. I'm just saying, like. And no, but so Im- immaturity. <laughs> Like, you can't be coming out the gate trying to get to know somebody, and it's like, first date, well, do you do butt stuff? Then it's a hard no. And it's like, who are you? Before Who are you, bro? Before (laughs) who you are, how were you raised, Yeah. what are are your favorite things? Are you clean? Do you wash? Do you, like... Do you shave? Do you shave? Like, you talking about you want butt stuff on the first date, but I don't even know who you are. Why do you think it's hard as a single person to date? Um, How hard is it? Because I feel like there's a lot of the audience that listens in trying to get tangible takeaways. Yeah. But there's only but so much that you can do for yourself, on yourself, when you go out there and try to engage somebody who's put no no effort in. Right, yeah, it can't and be. And won't. Yeah, it can't. But then at the same time, obviously, you don't know how much they've put into themselves until you know, you both get semi, and so you both get semi going with it, I suppose, you know, like. Some of it's just right off the bat. But well, yeah, yeah if right. someone's, if someone's just first date, you do butt stuff or not, then it's like, okay, you're obviously not in it for the same reasons I am, you know what I mean? But at the same time, I don't know, I think it can take a while. Sometimes I think it can take a while to see someone and know what you're willing and not willing to change about yourself for them, maybe. Right. You know? Because, I mean, I think, to your point, that was like a conscious decision you had to have with yourself in our relationship to be like, am I okay with my partner seeing me as inadequate in these ways? And I think there are, apparently, based on these articles and the data, there is a lot of men who are like, yeah, (laughs) I'm cool with it, you know? And there isn't a drive to change which is interesting because to me it was like, I mean, the times where you have told me like, I don't like it when you do this or I don't want this to happen. It's like, oh shit, okay. Because I've yet to have anything you've asked me to do where I was not willing to try, (laughs) you know? So it's like, but why don't you want to try if you claim to want to be with this person? Right. That's sad. So do you want to be with this person or do you just not want to be alone? That's different. I hope this episode is salvageable. <laughs> I don't know. I think as soon as you said, "Oh, I, th- I want to do," do you want to do a podcast? And we had like forty-eight hours. I was like, "Oh no!" It's like, "Oh sure, what of?" Oh, the topic that you brought up. I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> I don't know if it's all that good. It, it was good in the moment, but well, you also mentioned like the data. Like you had mentioned that men are dying younger now too. Oh, that was a different. That was a completely different article. But yeah, in the U.S. I did find it interesting, while you're looking that up, I did find it interesting, I appreciated that the article mentioned the idea of, like, stop blaming single mothers, and, like, essentially stop blaming single mothers and, like, poverty in general, especially when, especially when, like, to help curb this issue of male drift that's happening, a lot of it can actually be solved with policy. It all kind of points to how patriarchy in general sucks for everybody. Because here's another thing that's interesting, right? For you, was part of it was part of it realizing you needed to adjust yourself, realizing like 
if I don't adjust myself, I, this person is potentially going to leave me. Yeah, actually, yes. And then I have to start all over again and learn how to be vulnerable with someone again, all over again, like all those things that I think socially women have built a lot of structures around. Like I have a lot of intimate and vulnerable relationships with other women because it's not frowned upon to do that as a woman, whereas men don't. So it's like, who do you have the deepest conversations with? You know, who do you who do you feel like you can be your true self with? <laughs> and mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, you're my favorite person, for sure. You're hands down my favorite person. But you're not the only person that I feel like I can be myself around. Right. Or have vulnerable relationships and like deep, impactful relationships with. I've uh I don't know how to grow that. It's literally like asking me how to fly. I'm like, I don't, I don't even know where to start. I don't with know. what? Oh, answering the question? Yeah, where it's like, how, how, how do you develop other relationships with men? It's like, I, I don't know. How do I breathe water? I don't know, stick my head in the water and then don't <laughs> oh, pray, the to, pray to God that I breathe, breathe? I don't know. But I think that's a fair point, too, in like how patriarchy just like doesn't help anyone, you know, in the long run. It was a study that was posted in the Journal of American Medicine internal medicine. Um, and it showed that in 2021, women had a life expectancy of 79.3 years compared to 73.5 years for men. That's almost a six-year difference. And then couple that with, generally speaking, men are usually older than their spouses by a few years. You Let's say you make it to 73? Yeah. So you make it to 73, and then I'm technically 70, probably. Mm-hmm. Not probably, that's math. I'm 70. <laughs> and so then, and then I make it to 79. So really, I'm almost a decade without you. Which is why I'm running now. Again. Sure. But like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's six years, but really it's, me looking at that, it's actually 10, potentially. mm Granted, either way, we had a good run if it's like we're still together at those ages because, like, dang, we were together for over 50 years. Yeah, but it's hard to take solace in the moment. You know? Well, yeah, <laughs> for sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pitch it. I'm going to pitch it as that. So vaccinate your dang self. <laughs> Get vaccinated, y'all. Don't have to be COVID. could be influenza. Influenza still kills more people than people give credit for. That's true. That is very true. You don't want to be on a vent in the hospital yeah. with flu. Kills people, kills kids, kills the elderly. Kills a lot of folks every year around the world. Complications due to flu. Yeah. Yeah. And COVID vaccines, man. It's fascinating for me, and I've talked about this at least with you before, maybe not on the podcast. It's always just fascinating for me to see that side of people in general because, like, as an Air Force brat, I got vaccinated against so many things that, may or may not ever come in contact with, you know? Um, It was just, like, the thing to do. You know what I mean? Like, I remember when I was growing... I sound so old. Oh, my God. I remember when I was growing up. (laughs) Um, Which is, like, the way I was about to say it. It was Mm -hmm. like, ugh, it sounds so old, honorary person. But I remember when I was coming up in age, like, the HPV vaccine was... The huge talks of just like, oh, HPV, you know, parents being scared and 
what do we do? Ah, all this stuff. And by the time all of like by the time it had hit the mainstream and a lot of people were deciding whether they were gonna let their children get it, get the vaccine or not, I had already had both shots because the military quietly was just like, <laughs> HPV's scary. How old is she? Shot, you know, bring her back in was like two months, three months to get the next one. Like it wasn't even a discussion. It reduces the risk of cancer, a large number of cancers for women and men. And it's not just women that suffer with HPV. Again, there's a patient who had oral cancer and now has no mouth. Yeah. No teeth. Oh, he might have teeth. No mouth, no tongue, no back of the throat. It's that, it's to your point, kind of to bring it full circle. Oh. Talking about the apath- oh. talking about the apathy of men. <laughs> if you don't want to do butt stuff. If you're talking about the apathy of men though, like it actually ties into that in a very interesting way because it's like you like you forget. We've lived in a time with vaccines for so long now. You refuse to acknowledge. No one's forgotten. No, people I think people have forgotten. Like you for, people forget how bad times were when we did not have this technology of like how many people died just just because all the time. Like I remember when COVID really got going and I remember I was talking to my grandma and she was like, you know, I haven't seen people this scared since polio. <laughs> and I oh, was yeah. like, polio, bro, polio, you know, because she was alive before there was a vaccine. She remembers how many kids were going through it and didn't like how you had to be careful, like all the things. She remembers all of it. There's something there. I think apathy is always the struggle for mass groups of people over time. But I mean, if you keep casting your net and all you're getting is rocks. Right. Then what are you... What are we doing here? You know, like, yeah. It's like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to go get some nice fried fish and get a dog. All that to say, stumble well. Stumble on. And we'll see you in the next one. Thanks for sticking around. Bye. Bye.